What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Making the Turn, the premier green industry podcast that highlights professionals across many areas, including golf course management, sports turf, sales, business, education, landscaping, and more. Making the Turn is hosted by me, BJ Parker. I've spent nearly 25 years in the green industry, mostly as a golf course superintendent, and now I want to bring the knowledge and insight from myself and the many people I've met and continue to meet along the way. Making the Turn will provide valuable content for those looking to learn from others, gain useful tips and tricks, and be better in their daily lives. You can find Making the Turn on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe. It helps keep the podcast growing and getting better. Thanks for listening, and welcome to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Making the Turn podcast. I am your host, BJ Parker, and I am recording today at the Tennessee Turfgrass Conference and Trade Show and we're on the floor of the trade show, and we're just uh, watching some people having lunch and some people coming by. We're set up like Radio Row at the uh, Super Bowl, and uh, hopefully we'll have some people come by and talk to us a little bit, tell us about the conference, some of the things they've experienced and some of the things they've uh, been a part of. We've had some real cool speakers, and seminars have gone well, and um, we've got a real cool booth set up, and and uh, we're just going to uh, have some people come by and chat a few minutes. We'd, we hope to get uh, the award winners for this year um, on here to uh, have uh, 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 to recognize them and to have a chat. So I appreciate you listening in, joining me. Um, hopefully we'll have some people stopping by and, and chatting with me. But uh, we're coming to you again at the Tennessee Turfgrass in 2019, uh, it's the 2020 uh, Turfgrass Trade Show and Conference. And uh, we're going to have some fun today. So stay tuned, and we'll be back soon. Hey guys, we're back. We're here at the TTA uh, 2020 Turf Conference, and I've got the uh, golf course superintendent at Toqua Golf Club, Chris Sykes, with me. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. You can get up to that mic a little bit uh, closer, and you'll be good there. You so got it. You, all these people will hear you. Well, thanks for coming, sitting down, and uh, chatting. Uh, how's the uh, golf course? Uh, how's the uh, trade show going and uh, conference so far? We're killing it. Yep. Yeah, we keep getting bigger, and better, and uh, more and more offer to our membership. Yep. So today actually we had five tracks, so a golf course track, yeah. a sports turf track, a mechanics workshop, equipment yeah. managers workshop, equipment techs, what do we call them these days. We had a uh, assistance forum and a side producers roundtable. So yep. uh, more and more offerings for our membership and uh, the education is, is unrivaled outside of maybe the Carolina show or obviously golf industry shows. So. Yeah. A lot to offer. A lot of good feedback? I think so. I mean, uh, I think, you know, the, the, the greatest feedback is we keep growing. Yeah. So more and more people are coming. Yeah. Uh, we work really hard. I have the, the good fortune of working with Dr. Brazen and some others on the education committee, which is kind of the, I guess, the, the, the foundation of the, the conference as a whole, just offering people the opportunity to come and, and learn more and how to better do their jobs. And yeah. uh, that in addition to the trade show, and the trade show continues to grow as well, and we just keep working hard as a group to try to make it better. Yep. Well, what is your role? I know you're uh, on the board of the Tennessee Turf Grass Association. What is your role with them and kind of what are you doing? I'm currently the secretary-treasurer, and um, it's a two-year term. I'm a two-year term is up tomorrow. 
There you go. Or maybe this evening, <laughs> and then I'll uh, be vice president yep. for two years. And then if I have the good fortune to uh, still be around, I'll be eventually the president for two years. So uh, it's a huge commitment. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I'm passionate about this conference and show and wanting to make it the best it can possibly be. And so you've, it's kind of an eight-year deal yeah. minimum. So yeah. you got to be on the board for a year at least, a couple years to kind of figure out what the heck's going on. And uh, once you're on there two years and you're eligible to be an officer, then it's – Two, 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 and right. uh, if you see the whole thing through, well, then you're to minimum eight years, and usually probably ten years. And so, by the time you are president, you're probably yeah ready to be done. Is that uh, something that you'll uh, transition past that to maybe a national organization, or you don't know yet? I don't know. Yep. I don't know. I mean, my initial you know passion, reason to get involved was just to improve the education. Uh, you know, I was around for a number of years with UBJ and. Um, you know, spent, you know, started the honors course in 95, yeah. and then I was at Cherokee through the end of 2003. Uh, and then I was in Orlando for six years. So I had this vision of, or, you know, a recollection of what the conference and show looked like back when we were at the Opryland Hotel. Sure. And we had a bunch of big metal on the floor and uh, a, a bigger trade show. Uh, and then I came back post-Florida in 2011, and we were at the Franklin Cool Springs Marriott, and you know, the conference of trade show was a shadow of his former self. Yeah. So I was uh, motivated to, to get involved and try to make it better. And uh, I feel like each year we make it a little better, a little better, and we're growing leaps and bounds, yep. which is great because uh, the better we can do with this conference and show, well, then the more things we can do. So the yep. more, you know, more research we can support, the more scholarships we can support. So the better we do, the more we can do. Yep. So uh, I hope you're going tonight. You going to the golf tournament tonight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that a babe. So, yep. I mean, that's. Yeah, you know it's kind of a brainchild of mine, and Jason Sanderson's run with it. Yep. Uh, I was like, well, there's no reason why we can't have a golf championship. You know, the Carolina shows has a golf championship, golf industry show. I mean, I know it's difficult in yeah. Middle Tennessee in, in, in the dead of winter, but uh, you know, some years maybe you could do it outside, some years you couldn't. But with Top Golf up the street, it affords us an avenue to do it. Yeah. So uh, we got a good plan for this evening. Hopefully, it's going to go off well. I, I think it will. But regardless, it's going to be fun. We're going to sure. bust folks up there and. Uh, you know, hit some balls and have some fun and, 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 you know, harass one another, maybe a little bit, a little heckling. And uh, so we'll start with about 100 folks and whittle down to 64, and then it'll be, you know, match play, kind of March, March Madness bracket yeah. style. And get down, I'm sure the, the, the finale is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. So a lot of pressure. I didn't get signed up in time. I wanted to play in it, but uh, I'm going to be a spectator, I uh, guess. Oh, well. You, you know some people, BJ. So if, if you want to participate, I think we could probably pull some strings. Well, well, we'll we'll talk about that on the sidebar. You got it. You got it. <laughs> we, won't, we won't give any uh, details out. So um, I, you got You know, you got to be innovative in, in what we're you know we're trying to do. Having me here. How, what do you think about having this podcast here? I love the idea. I like the fact that I've started and gotten involved. And I appreciate you guys having me. And I hope that whatever I can do to kind of further the TTA in terms of the future of the. You know, just spreading the you know the message that we're trying to do. I think, that, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about that? It's fantastic. I mean, you guys, you afford us a, a platform uh, to get the word out. Uh, so it's a great partnership. I mean, you're a long-term member, and you know, I've been around uh, the, this area and golf course industry and, and Tennessee Turfgrass Association and this conference show for a long time. And mm -hmm. just with your skill set and 
the Making the Turn podcast, and it's you know a fantastic podcast. We hope that we can grow together. Yeah. So um, you know, if you outgrow us, well then good. But you know, <laughs> in the short term, if we can grow together, and uh, uh, that, that's all good. So mutually beneficial. Yeah, and, and that's my hope is that uh, we kind of grow together. I mean, I you know I'm passionate about this area of the country. It's where I cut my teeth. It's where I know people, and you know it. The, the sidebar is that um, it's grown past that. I've got people that listen on other countries, not just other states. And so um, it's, it's given me a platform to kind of do what I do and enjoy it, but also reach a lot of people. And, and I think for being a partner with the Tennessee turf grass and here this year and, and uh, hopefully continued years down the road, that uh, you know we're going to just grow and grow and grow, and this will be a, a, another avenue to do that. No question about it, because it lives forever, like yeah. I heard you say. Um, you know, we're here for a few days, but your podcast lives forever. And, you know, I'm excited about the titans of the industry in the morning. You yep. know, two Tennessee Golf Hall of Famers and, you know, the Mount Rushmore of, of Tennessee turf grass for sure. You know, definitely on the golf course side. And, you know, I, there's a lot. I've leaned on those guys. And yep. I was fortunate to work for one of them and, uh, and David Stone. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. And, you know, having a professional like yourself that can facilitate it for us is, again, uh, a privilege and an opportunity. And, don't test my geography, but Tennessee surrounds, we have nine border states or yep. something like that. I think yep. uh, best I remember, it's been a few years, but, you know, uh, most of those nine border states don't have anything equivalent to TTA. Uh, some of them do, most of them don't. So there's really an opportunity to broaden our horizons a little bit. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, those neighboring states, but even beyond that, you know, with your vehicle, you provide us with, you know, the Making the Turn podcast. So, um, all good. Yeah, well, I'm excited about it. And, you know, and I think, uh, like you said, uh, take some of these opportunities to kind of live on and move and, and provide maybe people can't be here, timing's not right. There's all kinds of different ways to get, get uh, the word out, get the information out, get educational information out, and just get to know people. And this is, you know, it said, I, I mentioned it in my little intro that you didn't hear, but it'll be on there. Like, you know, just sort of radio road, just get people to sit down and chat. And, you know, this, this I hope, you know, turns into, you know, just talking about the actual conference and show and, and promoting them. Because the podcast is set up to promote in, individuals in our industry, but I, I want to partner with the, you guys and the association to promote the industry. And our association as well. So that's my goal. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's, we got the same goal, so yep. it's, it's ideal. What, you know, it's good to, it's good to have that uh, ideology to want to wanna, you know, think outside the box, look at the new things, the golf tournament being one of them. I think that's awesome. And, you know, only good things ahead. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, before we, before we go, just tell me a little bit about what you got going at uh, Toqua Golf Club and uh, what, anything exciting for 2020? Well, Every year is exciting. You know, Mother Nature makes every year <laughs> super interesting. We certainly know. heard that with Ralph. I was, I was, God, I was like, man. Yeah. So you know, longest summer ever. Yep. Uh, but 19 uh, was another great year for us. You know, I started at Toqua in 2011, and since I've been there, we've kind of re redone the golf course, sure. so to speak. So we had some infrastructure that was there and new and in good condition. You know, the, the irrigation and so forth. But um, you know, we've done a tremendous amount of work around the golf course and read on all the bunkers. Uh, and this past year, we got brand new car pass two years ago. This past year, we got a new clubhouse. Okay. So, uh, you know, the, the, the building's fantastic. We're excited about the new clubhouse. My team, uh, we, we took on the landscape aspect, which is a huge undertaking. Yep. So in the process of doing so, we did a better job than somebody from the outside and saved the, the property owners there a bunch of money. And, 
He looks really good, so you need to come see us. I'll, well, I'd love to come up and um, you know, get your gloves. A, I'd love to do that. Yeah, anytime, love to do that. anytime. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sitting down. Uh, continued success with the TTA. You are doing a great job. I look forward to tomorrow and the and the uh, Titans of the industry and working with that with you and uh, go uh, mingling. Uh, let's talk. Let's get this thing rolling. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, BJ. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey guys, we're back here at the uh, TTA, Tennessee Turfgrass um, Trade Show and Conference, and I'm sitting down with Frank Turner. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, thank you. So tell me what you're doing these days. Uh, currently, I have a small lawn and landscape business. Yep. Uh, for the past 20 years, I've worked for a local owner-operator of McDonald's restaurants. Uh -huh. He hired me after I was a superintendent. He hired me to... Uh, come in-house and maintain their properties exclusively. So yeah. we worked in-house for him, and then he retired last October. Uh, still kept a few of his stores, which we maintained, but I wanted to keep the four men that worked for me busy and sure. employed, as well as myself. And so we're picking up, we're, we formed our own lawn and landscape maintenance company, picking up additional residential and commercial accounts. Awesome. How many McDonald's did you take care of? At the time, when I first started in 98, he had 33 wow. in and around Knoxville and then dropped down to about 27 for the past several years. Was he considered a large owner in the McDonald's franchise? Yes, yeah. yes. And one, one of the original owners, too. I mean, I think his, his father opened the first McDonald's in Knoxville in 1960. Wow. That's a good business to be in. I saw that movie about it all, how McDonald's is kind of... Yes, and Ray, Ray Kroc. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh... You've been uh, doing this TTA for a while now, and you've been uh, uh, sort of had a hand in the, uh, you know, seeing it to where it is now. Talk a little bit about how it's uh, impacted your career and some of the things you've done with, within it. Gosh, it's, it's really changed. I was looking back on talking to my friends just recently. I look back. My first conference was in 1981. Yeah. I haven't missed a TTA conference. This is year number 40 for me. Well, congratulations on I that. Mean, That's awesome. It's 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 really means a lot to me because I get to see my friends yep. and talk to them and but boy it has changed so much in in that year I, we were the USGA guy was talking today about high temperatures in September uh -huh. forty years ago the topic then was winter kill or Bermuda grass yep. that was the hot that was the hot topic yeah. was winter kill so yeah. you know grasses have changed climates changed. Uh, but, but the people have stayed the same. Sure. It's so good. This industry is so good because you can talk to anybody, ask anybody any question about what they're doing, how they're doing it, yep. and they share that information with yep. you. Well, that's, that's what I love about this industry as a whole, is that, and, I, and I'm trying to promote that more with this podcast, is sharing that message that we, we want to support one another, we do support one another. It's not just... You know, in some things or another, we, we're, we've got our own thing going. But in a lot of times, it's those relationships that we come across and the people. I've, I mean, you've been doing it twice as long as I've been doing it, but I've been doing it for almost 25 years. And, and, I, and, I, and I say the same thing. It's the people that I've met. It's the reason why I can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's the things I enjoy doing and, and just sitting down. With, I mean, we've never really had a conversation. And that's a great time to just talk about little things. And, and we run into each other at TTA. And, yeah. Probably cost past many a times. Exactly. And another aspect that's changed is, is the program at the University of Tennessee. Yep. I'm a graduate of UT, so yeah. I'm very proud of that. But when I was in school there, we had, we had one turf grass instructor. Yeah. 
now they've got Dr. Schrock and Dr. Horvath, Dr. Brosnan, as well as a whole team yep. dedicated to, to turf grass management. Sure. And they've built it into a tremendous turf program. They have, and they've, yeah, you know, I've had the, 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 it was been, I've been very fortunate to have the chance to talk to a lot of those guys and that pro and, and guys that are students. And it's just amazing how that program has kind of come along and the people that have come through it and, and what they've got going over there. It's a really, really, really good program. Yes. And they, Unfortunately, they, I'm an Alabama fan, so I. <laughs> well, I won't know that against you. <laughs> yeah, I, won't, I, I figured you wouldn't. But it, you know, um, as far as the TTS changed over the years, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like in 81 to what it is now. What, what are some of your thoughts about that? The memories I have of, uh, we, we were in, we, we were at the roadway in, which is now, I think I passed it coming here, over on, one four, on I-40, it's the Preston Inn or something. It was a very small hotel. We would have our trade show in the basement. There'd yep. be a little thing that was probably a, eighth of the size of this trade <laughs> show it was small but yep. uh we'd have a we'd have a banquet at night we had we had an entertainment committee and they'd yep. bring in somebody like steve warner a country music star right. or they'd bring in a comedian or a magician or something yep. for entertainment uh it was i say i've got so many great memories yep. of that but it, it's changed quite a bit in size uh more than anything yeah I I don't know. You may know this more than me. I, I, I'm not 100% sure about the size of our organization and, and, and the number of members, but um, I would I can only imagine that, that you've seen that sort of swell, and it's led to now we're at a pretty nice little place here in Murfreesboro. And yeah, and I, I really think it's great here. At one time, the board of directors, uh, we we tried. We said, well, why don't to grow the industry? Let's see. Let's see if we move our conference to Memphis, and we went to. We went to Memphis one year, then we'd come back to Nashville. Then we went up to Knoxville for a year and okay. come back to Nashville. But after doing that a few years, we pretty much came to the conclusion that, you know, our, our membership was at its best when we had our conference here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's continued to grow yep. uh, ever since then. Yep. I, I see you were a past president. When were you a past president? That was around uh, 1986, 1987. Oh, so you early did you ever did you stay involved with the board or did you uh, did you ever come back on or was I that... was back on the board as the director in the 90s at some point I yep. can't remember exactly when but yes uh, but now I've sort of it's, it's time for the younger guys to take I over you. I hear you well you know it's always fun to sit down with guys I haven't given a chance to speak to and you know the Tennessee Turf Grass Association, I've been a part of for a long time. I'm, I'm partnering up with them to do some cool things as far as this podcast grows to kind of live it into the future. And, uh, you know, I, I only know that there's great things ahead. What do you see as far as some of the things that um, you're excited about? Yeah, again, as I mentioned before, I'm excited about the growth of the program at yep. UT. That's number one. But this turf grass program, the conference is growing every year. It's getting new faces, new members. And, and that's where I see the, the growth, really, yeah. the, the young members. Maybe yeah. it's just because I'm getting older, <laughs> but, I mean, there's so many young guys yeah. here, and they're doing so many innovative things with equipment, with pesticides, with the way they apply them, so many new technologies, right. and they're on top of it. Yeah. They really are. And, that you know, that we could probably talk for hours about how you've seen the changes. I mean, I've seen it in my lifetime. You've seen the things in, in sort of what you just mentioned about technology, grasses, and all that. That's been a that's been a cool thing, and I know that uh, that that's always been something you can 
look back on and say, I, I came from this, and now, now we're doing it this way. And, and you got a lot of young guys that are coming in, so it's, yeah. it's really neat. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sitting down and taking a few minutes to chat and chatting about the, the turf grass and the conference and the future of it, and appreciate your uh, service to this organization we did, and good, good, good meeting with you for a little bit. Thank you so much, and best wishes. Same to you, sir. And I look forward to seeing you every year. Great. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. What's going on again, everybody? Welcome back. Um, we're here at the Tennessee Turfgrass 2020 Turf uh, Conference and Show, and I'm grabbing people out that are walking by and uh, wanting to sit down and chat. And, and um, sitting here with uh, what I'm told is the legend of the uh, sport, sports turf fields, Mr. Bill Marbot with uh, with Turfith. Tur I'll get this right. Turfus Athletics. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Well, it's, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for sitting down, and um, it's uh, nice to meet you. Well, we're uh, again, this is, I can't remember how many of these uh, turf grass conferences I've, I've attended, uh, it's, but this is a, a great time to see friends and sure. and uh, catch up with, with what's going on you in the industry. Awesome. Well, tell uh, tell me, and, uh, and this is the first time we've gotten to sit down and chat, uh, tell me what you got, what you do and what you've been doing and sort of what you uh, where your career has kind of brought you to. Just a, a love of baseball when uh, – in sports in general sure. but played played football had Sunday played college baseball so yep. it uh, sports has, has been in my family for for my granddaddy and great granddaddy yep. were were sports people uh, I've had a I had the pleasure and and to get into something that that this is not what I do is not a job to me this right. is this is a it's a passion and it's a, a joy to to be able to, when I never go to work, I I, yep. I go play every day. It's sure. a, and uh, people make fun of me playing in the dirt. And, and uh, <laughs> we've uh, we've been very blessed, and, and with a lot of people that that uh, just like uh, Darren Sebo just passed, and sure. and Dan Bergstrom with the, was with the Houston Oilers. I'm, I'm sorry, Houston Astros right. baseball team for. For 12 years, he's with the the Houston soccer team now. But yeah. but just the 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 people that that I've become acquainted with are, yeah. are, are just dear friends and and just blessed to to be a part of this this industry. Sure, it, and I from what I hear, you've been in it a, a while. My background is mostly in golf. That's what I was, I'm a still a practicing golf course superintendent and and uh, have enjoyed that side of. It. And I don't get to talk to a lot of sports turf guys and and uh, I know that there's a lot of people out there that uh, that you know I love sports f football baseball I don't you know I just watch it all and I'm and I'm fascinated by what you guys do but I don't know a lot about it so what is it that excites you about the sports turf and what are some of the things that uh, you do that I know we talked before we recorded you do you sell dirt and some of those things elaborate a little bit more on that end of it well when, when I say we sell dirt we have <laughs> it's it we like to say it's not just dirt sure <clears throat> but uh, we have we've been able to to uh, be one of the front runners in in establishing what the the standards are for for baseball and softball infields and, right. and uh, baseball infields are are different than the softball info, infield so to to understand that and and be able to study that and and come up with with a, a product or products that that make the game 
safer and, sure. and more playable has, has been a, a really interesting yeah. career. I'm, I'm always curious about the dirt aspect of it because I don't know. I mean, I'm more of a grass guy, but the dirt is, is it's an interesting thing that, uh, I mean, it, it, there's a lot that goes into it. Yes, and 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 uh, I know people, well, it's just dirt's dirt. And, right. And, but there's uh, the sand, silt, and clay percentages enter into a great deal. And and uh, even when I started, nobody knew what a what a SCR meant, that, that silt clay ratio, okay. and and how that affects the 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 level of play. And, right. And you may have a different ratio for for a little league that you would for uh, Berkstrom's Houston Astros team. So, right. But in uh, in the the care and the how meticulous that that people that that really get get into it and and, and enjoyed the that part of the game right. of baseball and, right. and softball is is uh, is very special. Sure. Well, how how does it how does it different? How, what what are some of the things that you see that how dirt can affect playability of an infield? You, could you talk about how things are different? Elaborate a little bit on that. This the this the bounce of the ball. Yeah, the uh, we were just talking. Craig Biggio taught Dan Bergstrom. I keep uh, Dan. I'll say that's fine. <laughs> taught Dan that uh, before a game, um, he would have a, a bucket of balls in at second base, and and Biggio would he he throw them on the ground. Right. And if the if the ball came to his knee. That's, he wanted that bounce of that ball to come between his knee and his waist, because that he, if it if it fell below his knee, right. it was too soft. If it went above his waist, it was too hard. So so that was always his gauge. So gotcha. that and there's a lot more sophisticated sure. ways to do it now. But <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But but that was a one. That's what we would. And I'm I become one of those old timers no. that that. Um, that, that's what you. This the old tricks, and and right. and to be able to know some of those old tricks and and incorporate it into the uh, the stats and the analytics that that seems to be so popular oh, now yeah. that yep. that uh, and which gets back to the SCR thing that you have to have a 0.5 to one ratio between your silt and clay and and it's more in depth now and 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 we have uh, we've invested in heavily in in equipment and machines that that we blend we can give you the exactly the same blend from year to year yep. to, to just in, ensure that consistency and and if you want it your infield to be a little f more firm we can we can do that if you want to loosen it where it's where the ball doesn't come off as quickly we can we can do that it's yep. and and i would say that would be something similar to what you can do with with greens in, sure. in golf absolutely yeah, I mean that the the idea of taking the stats, the data and analytics, and kind of analyzing them to whatever you're wanting to, you know, how it how to perform that 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 kind of crosses our both platforms. But I, um, I'm interested, how different are like individual fields? Say the you talk about the Astros versus the Braves. Do they will they have completely different setups, or do they have a set of rules they have to follow? Well, not necessarily rules, but they have guidelines guidelines yeah. that that they would want to go by, and but. But like anything else, you uh, a, a golf course. You sure. you would have a you would set your infield to to 
adjust to whatever your infielders play. Yeah. If, if you have a third baseman that's not very slow, uh, I'm sorry, that's not very fast, that's slow afoot, that you may want to you know, put a little extra water there in yeah. that area because that's going to slow that ball down and he could get to that. Yeah. And and same thing at a, a shortstop. If, if he may want it where it's where it's really quick and, and he can where the, the, I guess the that ball can, will bounce off. Not to cut you off, but I guess that could be tough if you have players on the same team wanting different setups. Well, it, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that, that would make for a difficult uh, setup job, I would imagine. I, I can remember it, it's in the, one of the spring training sites I went, attended it, it with, in uh, Tampa with the Yankees, that uh, that uh, Rod, when Alex Rodriguez was playing third and uh-huh. and, uh, and Jeter was, was it short, and they would want it, it would be standing water before a game. They wanted it, especially in spring training, because yeah. they didn't, you know, they don't want to have to be diving for right. balls much. Yeah. So you, you, you just learn the little tricks and, yeah. and to play with, with, the, with what you have. Yeah. So how often do you work with, um, do you, I, you, we mentioned you work with the Astros and do some of the things. That, do, you, do you primarily do professional, college? How, are you just kind of across the board? We, we, we want to do everything from, from Little League to, to the Big yeah. League. So, and, and they're all tremendously important. And, yep. and again, it's about, we, when you get to the Little Leagues, you want the fields to be Playable enough where you, where you want those kids to enjoy the game. Sure. You don't want them to be afraid yeah. because their field's not what exa- what it needs to be. Right. That they they're not going to want to play the game. Yep. Love the game too much to, to run them away. Oh, absolutely. What about what's your thoughts on the synthetic stuff? I see that there's some people that are taking the dirt out and doing the synthetic. Or you got any? Uh, well, obviously not to be I'm, controversial. <laughs> but. Well, Obviously, I'm not exactly for it. That's how I make my living with the, with the, with this red dirt. But yeah. but I understand that, yeah. and 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 even though the misconception is that it's maintenance free, it's not. Yeah. There's not anything maintenance free. Yep. But but it does allow a, a high school coach to to be able to play and and concentrate more on on his team than. Sure. Than working on the field, I, I get that. Yeah. I don't. I still don't like it, but, but, uh, but that's uh, that's just the way it is. And in colleges, I, I understand that too. So most colleges, again, the University of Tennessee has an excellent uh, ground staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, their their field crew is, is tremendous, but they went to turf because of the demands for. In in, I'm not going to. I'd never say that they. It, they're taking advantage of the situation where they can have kids on campus now, year round, twenty four seven year round, and and it's a, and, and that gives them exposure. So yeah. I and Vanderbilt the same way. Vanderbilt has, they're very limited in, in what their maintenance staff. So they did that, and and Coach Corbin's done a wonderful job of promoting that and 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 getting the, the the high school or the travel ball team to come in sure. and see what he's done there. So yeah. so it, it certainly has its place. Yeah, I mean, I think the those multipurpose fields have their necessity a lot of times, especially when space is limited and you can't have – I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I just wanted your thoughts on kind of how – you know, you, I, I'm not a huge – I'm not a fan at all of synthetic turf. I, I don't – I mean, it's just kind of the – there's we can go down a, a dark road with that as far as that goes, but I just was curious as to – 
I see I see people wanting to remove the dirt and and I just wanted your thoughts on that. Uh, well, it makes me want to cry. I, I, so you work just with baseball fields, or do you do all types of fields? We do most all type, but yep. but primarily baseball and softball. That's fields. your that's your that's specialty. Your yeah. Yes. So what what is your involvement with the Tennessee area? And 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 I know you've been a long time uh, member of the Tennessee Turfgrass Association. So talk a little bit about that. I've I've, I've been involved with this just because I believe in in what they what they promote and what they they make people want to do their job and, yep. and give them that the the education the the contacts to to get their make their job as as good as they possibly can yeah. uh, the other thing we've uh, officiated football for 40 46 years now so but so but just been around sports and, yep. and sports means so much to everything that that my, my life and my my family my my wife bless her heart has, yeah. has put up with me going to a ball game <laughs> six or seven yep. nights a week and but uh, but I'm just sports is is tremendously special um, we were speaking earlier with um, with Kylie uh, Dixon Dr Dixon about the the different types of, of cleats that you wear and, and to to understand that that the some of the flashiest and, and brightest toys may not be the best no. and, and so th that's what makes it yeah. interesting it, it uh, there's there's always new and innovative things that are coming around and but it, just taking that shoe, for instance, that's fresh on my mind. But just taking the shoe that that they all have all the the glitter and, and on top, but the the shoes basically on the bottom are the are the same, the, yep. the same cleat. So, and and our discussion was that that there's too many injuries because they haven't changed the bottom of the shoe right. to 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 just be specifically for a a, uh, a synthetic field, and as opposed to a a a dry natural field or, or a wet natural field, they, yep. there's there's different spikes and cleats that would 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 be much more um, not only beneficial to them in in the play, but but safer for them, and and might prevent some 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 dangerous or. Sure. And, or tragic injuries to these players. I, I totally agree. It sounds very familiar to what we deal with on the golf side where we talk about spikeless versus spikes and, you know, you got all kinds of different things with equipment going on and, and uh, you know, golf equipment. You, you got issues with how they're made and the golf ball. I mean, it's just it, it, it's across all boards as far as dealing with what you're dealing with. And, and I know for, for, like, athletics, footing, and how things hold up and how they work that's huge as far as you know make you know reducing injuries and things like that that's got to be something you're really passionate about and and dr dixon was talking that that it it's uh, you can strengthen strengthen your calf muscles and your thigh and your thigh muscles but but those tendons and and ligaments yep. that's that's your weak point yep. and and if you're not careful and 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 stay up to speed on on those you can have and it's not just about the NFL guy. This, I'm passionate about the high school kids sure. that, that uh, teach them and put them in the right situation where where they don't have to 
limp for the rest of their life because they wanted and, and loved playing high school football or high school sports, we'll yep. say, and and where they can play golf they with without pain. Sure, so, absolutely. In, in their later years. <laughs> absolutely. So it all ties in together. <laughs> Well, before I let you go, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. You've probably been around a lot of cool things. What's one of your best memories or coolest stories you can tell me about your time in the uh, athletic business and, and all the things that you've been doing? Uh, I, I probably should say some things about getting to see watch my my sons or, or my my grandson play baseball sure. or, or my granddaughter playing playing uh, playing volleyball, but. But I would have to say that, that as far as me personally, um, getting to, to be a part of the Houston Astros World Series run in a few years ago, and, and yep. not this last one, but sure. but a few years their first one, and I can't remember what year it was now. But but uh, but to be out there and be be in that environment, and and that same year I got to uh, I got to work the the MLB All Star Game, so. That's that's two big things, and that's awesome. And uh, being a Tennessee fan to get to go with Darren Seabold and and be a, stand down on the field when it's, it's still a thrill to see the see the balls run through that tee. I'm I'm a I, admittedly I'm an Alabama fan, but I it, it gets me every time to watch that the especially when I when I go up there and watch a game. Uh, it's still pretty cool to see how that all that whole experience of UT football. It's awesome. Uh, it, but again, just, just tremendously blessed to be able to to have so many friends in yep. the in the industry and and feel welcome to to come to a lot of venues that uh, I, I hope that I don't take advantage or, or, or don't feel like that that I'm that privileged. But it's it's just a, a thrill to, to and a blessing to to be able to go and do some of these things that. That a lot of people pay a lot of money to do. I hear you. I get to go hang out right in front of them. So I hear it's pretty you. Pretty neat. That's cool. Well, Bill, thank you for your time. I appreciate you sitting down, and it's great to meet you. I, I'm sorry our paths hadn't crossed before now, but it was awesome to well, do this. I'm sure we'll meet again. All right. Well, thank Stay you, sir. PJ. Appreciate it. Hey guys, thank you for listening. This is the uh, end of the episode. This was a episode I recorded at the. 2020 Tennessee Turfgrass um, annual conference and show. I was able to uh, set up at the, as I said in the beginning, uh, I had a booth set up there and we were just snagging people as they walked by and we talked to several people, several people that didn't come on the mic. We had a great time, but we were able to sit down with Chris Sykes, uh, Frank Turner, and Bill Marbert. I appreciate them for coming by and I hope to do this again in the future. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we captured some great content. And we had some content from some other seminars and things like that. But um, it was a good time. Appreciate everybody for listening. Um, you know, um, as, as the future goes, we're going to continue to keep doing these things. And and I hope you enjoyed the content from the show. And if I didn't see you or um, didn't get a chance to chat with you, I hope I'll catch up with you in 2020. It's going to be a great year. So thanks for listening. This is Making the Turn with B.J. Parker. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.